0: You're listening to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick. Nick, how are we doing this Monday night, evening-ish? Uh,
1: it could be better. It, it honestly could be better for me right now. Um, yeah, it wasn't a fun weekend, <laughs> to say the least. It was not fun. Uh, and I'm assuming it wasn't fun for you either, so... I think uh, we both agreed, Micah, when we were texting each other back and forth, that we need to uh, be there for each other. And, you know, I, I, I have some nuggets that maybe I could give you to make you feel better about Virginia. I know your Hoos have been struggling the last two weeks, but, uh, you know, w- you and I are here to make each other feel better. Then again, I'm ready for you to also bash me in how NC State stinks. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of how things are going. Um
0: how are you? I'm sunburnt, but other than that, (laughs) not too bad. Watched a lot of good col I don't know if I call it good college baseball, but because every game was pretty much a blowout. But (laughs) watched college baseball this weekend, got two coastal and southern miss games, got that Florida South Carolina game, which I got the run rule game (laughs) of the three (laughs) games that were there. Um, I watched Presbyterian run rule ETSU, and then I saw Citadel hit, like, not walk-off, but a two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth to take the lead against ETSU. So, um, Nick, I'm actually wearing my uh, Citadel shirt in honor of you today.
1: In honor of me.
0: Yeah, you want to know why? Because you're rooting for the Citadel against (laughs) NC State this weekend, (laughs) you stupid troll. No, I'm rooting for weather to cancel that series so your RPI doesn't go downhill for beating them. You know what? We need to play them to order, in order to get some kind of confidence,
1: so I, I don't care.
0: And that's the last words of someone whose team loses two of three. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. ETSU yeah. took the series at the Citadel this weekend, Nick, so there's hope for you.
1: I, I've Surely hope so, Micah. Um, oh, I will say real quick, because I do want to hear about your weekend in South Carolina, your Palmetto road trip, because it looked like a lot of fun. Um, I haven't told the listeners this, but I told you this. Uh, you, you know, Corey Muscara, the pitching coach, uh, left me his number, Told him, let me know any way he can help us, as in like getting guests, all that kind of things, to let him know. I ran into them <laughs> after the gym today. I went to go get some kava. Um, very, very good. And uh, yeah, we started chatting it up. Got some inside scoops on uh, Wake coming up this week because they have a very funky schedule this week. Um, yeah, they do. <laughs> they really do. So I'm very excited to share with the listeners all of that and what their plan is. Um, and... Corey is a great customer, Uh, funny guy to talk to. Just, he could talk baseball with you all day. Like he will, there will be a line and Alex and I, my brother will be busy at the deli. And he's still trying to talk to us about baseball. Like he's the perfect guy. You could just sit down, have a couple beers with, and uh, talk a lot of baseball and, also, shout out his wife. His wife likes and retweets us all the time, so that's very nice of her to do that. If you have any like requests or you know anyone you want to hear from around the ACC or hell, maybe even just around college baseball in general, you know, definitely shoot us a DM or reply to us because you know we we got connections. Micah, I know some kind of connections. Uh, around the ACC, ATSU, and I have my Wake Forest connections. So anyone you want to hear from, let us know. We are more than happy to reach out and try to do something. So uh, definitely. Uh, Mike, I want to hear hear more, unless you want to add anything to it. I want to hear more about your weekend. I saw um, Hayden went a little viral uh, catching that home run. I thought that was hilarious. That made my Saturday. That was so funny to see that uh tell me about your weekend unless
0: you have anything else to add so here's two things one uh this is the perfect time to tell you nick i actually already have a special guest joining us next week oh um, the manager of the citadel will join us after their series winner nc state i'm just kidding <laughs> wow you wow you're such an ass you had me for a second <laughs> You actually I mean, had me. He did tell me he would hop on the pod if if they won the series. So, um, all right. No. If,
1: if they win the series, they can come on for sure. He could <laughs> 100% come on. If he can make fun of me. He could call me a loser. Uh, NC State's a poverty program. Maybe the Citadel should take their place in the ACC. No, I'm just kidding. But no, if, if that actually happened, he could.
0: He could come on no matter what. I'd say the more the merrier. So, <laughs> No, but um, yeah, Hayden, like, I'm a little upset because, so we had talked about like being ready for home run balls, but I, I didn't expect like a first inning bomb. And I don't know Coastal's lineup like Hayden does. So Hayden stood up and I should have been on my feet because I would have robbed him if I was, if I was like his natural reaction is run the ball. My reaction is just watch the because you know, I'm not trying to be that guy that's like chasing after every home run ball and foul ball ever. But yeah, kudos to Hayden. I was when I saw him step back. I'm like, this kid's actually gonna try to catch the ball. Okay, respect. And sure enough, he did. So shout out Hayden for that one. Um, no, it was it was fun. Um, I only saw one pitchers duel all week. That was the Friday ETSU Citadel game, which was a three-one ball game. Uh, every other game featured the winning team scoring a minimum of thirteen runs. Um, wow. So. <laughs> And I bet you South Carolina could have scored more if uh, the run rule didn't go into effect with the walk-off. That's just, and this is what's cool. I technically did see South Carolina walk-off Florida. That's just not, in the, just not in the way you normally think about a walk-off. <laughs> but, no, it was, it was fun. I mean, that atmosphere in Columbia was unreal. Um, atmosphere at Coastal wasn't bad yesterday. Saturday, the weather kind of ruined that a little bit for them. But – no, it was uh, it was fun. Um, I had a blast, so that was good. And Hayden's got the the goat set up, so we watched a lot of college baseball all weekend, like more four or five screens going at once. So when we weren't at games, so that was fun too. But no, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, in terms of in terms of the ACC, Nick. I got some good news for you. Cad. I'm not feeling negative about what happened this weekend for either one of our teams. Now, take it back. Am I sad? Am I disappointed? Absolutely. But if there's anyone on this podcast, Nick, who should feel like his team sky is falling, it's me. Really? It's you. Yeah. It's me. All right, talk we just- to me we just lost a series at home to the worst RPI team in the conference and then lost to a Notre Dame team by committing like 17 errors across three days when this was supposed to be a top 10 team. Like Nick, you got swept by Clemson at home and yeah, that is definitely concerning, but you also were, you're playing the hottest team in the conference. Like NC state, necessarily didn't have to win this and before you go oh well you know we got swept you didn't what did you, what'd you do last week Nick we swept the worst team in the conference no Pitt's the worst team in the conference who won that series head to head Pitt and Florida State who has the worst RPI actually I think Florida State no I don't think Florida State actually has the worst RPI let's see oh no Florida State finally passed him after Pitt's win over Wake drats <laughs> uh- Thanks, but, Roy, Thanks, but but you just need to take a deep breath. It's fine. <laughs> no, oh
1: like, my god! It is. My god,
0: Nick. Uh, I, Georgia, I, I don't want to make it. A, a, a,
1: a, it Nick. Do you want? Oh, All right, wait, Nick. Do you want to make it a Virginia Nick. talk or NC State talk first?
0: Sounds like we should do NC State because I don't. I'm not. A, I'm like. I'm good. So let's 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 get your frustrations out. All right, okay. You lost to a desperate team. Yeah,
1: sort of. But like, okay. Here's my thing, dude. Last season, this team before ACC the ACC tournament started, we were thirty two and twenty one. Okay. We went four and six in ACC series last season and we did not make it. We have to go five and five in order to have a shot. Like we are two and five in ACC series right now with three more to go that are must wins. I get it. Clemson was hot and they're the hottest team in the ACC. There's no doubt about that. But Micah, we're so deep into the season now. I, I don't know how many more excuses I can give this NC state ball club. Like they're, they, they don't hit in clutch situations. They Micah, in the first, before state finally broke through in the seventh inning or sixth inning of game two of the Clemson series, they went one for 24 batting with runners in scoring position. They it's been the same story all year. Anytime they have a lead, their bullpen blows it. They commit way too many errors, both in the infield and the outfield. And what I thought was this team's strongest suit, which was their starting pitching, every pitcher got rocked. Every starter we had got rocked within the first inning. They.
0: Hayden, we lost you, bud. Or not Hayden, Nick, we lost you. <laughs> Sorry, right. listeners. Uh, Nick got so angry, Anchor got tired of listening to him complain. <laughs> so it kicked him off. No, you had a phone but call, Nick, didn't you? No, I literally was like, Nick, I lost you. Oh. Nick, I lost you. So it was you. It was still recording on my end. Okay. So
1: where
0: where, where was I when it cut out? Something about one for 24 with runners in scoring position until game two oh, when you finally God. broke through. and. Yeah, okay. So I have to
1: backtrack a little bit now. Yeah, so we, we don't hit and clutch. My point to that was – that was just like so defying of NC State baseball right now. That one for 24 spot until like the sixth inning of game two against Clemson when we finally broke through. They don't hit and clutch situations. Their relief pitching, anytime we have a lead, gives it up. We commit way too many errors in the infield, in the outfield. And what I thought was this team's strong suit, which was our starting pitching, every pitcher got rocked. In the first inning. Logan gave up six runs in the first. Uh, Dominic gave up four runs on Sunday. It Matt gave up four runs on Sunday or Saturday, like it or I'm sorry, Matt pitched Saturday. Logan pitched uh, uh, whatever. I don't know. They gave up way too many runs to start off the game. We are always playing catch up, we're always playing comeback from behind baseball. More times than not in these ACC series. It's my, it's do or die right now for this team. I, I don't have any more excuses. Like, they have to win every single series coming up to have a chance at the region, to make a regional spot. Because right now, I, I texted you this. I don't care what metric you give me. RPI, strength of schedule, all this kind of stuff. This team is not clutch. They're They're just not. Like, I hate to say it and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'd like to be proven wrong in this last in these last four weeks. I really, really want to be proven wrong. But it just hasn't been looking good. I, I I've given them so much time to figure it out. And it's just the same mistakes all over again. Like I don't know what else this team can do with this little time left. Like Michael, we are a half game out from missing Durham. We are the 12th seed in the ACC tournament if it ended right now with a month to go. That is not good. The committee is not going to like that.
0: It's almost like you just played your first. This is your first bad series loss all season, Nick. Yeah, but we can't afford anymore. But you're right. You can't afford anymore, but don't act like the sky is falling. Good God. You played a desperate, like Nick, you, I, I understand. Like, you feel like it's a must win and, and I'm agree with you. Like you can't, you had definitely have to win two of your last three AC theories. And obviously you, you need to take care of business against the Citadel. His RPI is like 230 or something now, but for goodness sakes, kid, like, are you not like, first off, look around the rest of the country, Oregon state struggling, Arizona state struggling. Like, Oklahoma just swept Texas. Like, in case you didn't know, Nick, Clemson has a higher RPI than Oklahoma and a hell of a lot better record. The sky's not falling. Was it an ideal? No. Nick, your RPI is 29. You're literally, what, 25 and 12, I think. Is that, is that right? Sound about right to you? Yeah, 25 and 12, I believe. Yeah. Nick, no, 25 if, and 14. If 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 at this time next week we're recording and you have 16 losses, okay, I'll I'll give you the floor to vent and lose your absolute marbles. That's not going to happen. We're going to be talking next week. Nick, I would not be shocked if we're talking next week and you're 29 and 14. I mean, that that, and, goes,
1: that that means we beat ECU tomorrow.
0: Correct. Nick, if you are, let's say, we'll just say, we'll give you a loss somewhere. You're 29-15 and 15 heading to South Bend. Unless you just decide to just get swept the rest of the way out, which I don't think is going to happen regardless of how you feel about this team right now. Like, let's say you did get swept out by the rest of the ACC, right? You're still 30-24. and 24. That's not going to get you in, but that would put you on a bubble spot, and that's if you lose out every single ACC game, sweeps all across the board the rest of the way. I
1: I find that really hard to believe, dude. We went four and six in the ACC last year with more wins than what you're putting out there right now. The ACC better than it was to last the ACC year ACC
0: championship game. But the ACC is better than it was last year. And this, this year, we have a lot more drunk college baseball. Think about it, Nick. The number 13 team in the country, Virginia, has nine losses and has lost like six of their last seven. Vanderbilt just got swept by Tennessee and is still in the top five. Like, again, not great. I'm not trying to pretend like it is but you will still be a tournament team if the season ended today. You have a chance to catch your breath this week. Like Nick, I'm not saying this is what NC State should do. But they should go all in tomorrow to beat ECU. And then they should be able to handle the Citadel regardless if they if they have full arms or not.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I think and, I think
1: you're right. I think that should be the plan going in.
0: So if you're if, again if that if you're sitting twenty nine and fourteen when we record this time next week, Nick, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I'm Virginia, dude. Again, you might not see it this way, but I have more of a reason to be concerned than you. Because Virginia has lost five of their last six against teams that are lower than what you've played recently. Yeah. So, and, and Virginia is in a very similar boat, man. They've, they literally had an error on, on, uh, on yesterday that literally gave, like, opened the door for Notre Dame to score and win the game take the lead and then hold on to win. Like, dude, Virginia's like, the, what's happening with Virginia is exact, kind of what you said with, Notre, like with North, like with NC State, but in different situations because your pitching is starting to fail you. Well, Virginia's bats are starting to fail them. Virginia's hitting the shit out of the ball, but they're hitting it right to p- people in position. They are leaving runners on. They are, like, literally yesterday in the ninth, they get a runner on second. All year with two outs and a runner on second, guess what Virginia normally does? in that run. What did Virginia do? Hit the ball really, really hard right to the outfielder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Virginia's pitching has been very suspect as of late. Some of it's been starting. Some of it, like, Virginia's been trailing in every single game to start as of late, as of recent. But I'm not that worried. Like, I'll be worried if Virginia this weekend, when they host Duke, if they get swept at home against Duke? Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll freak out. If you lose uh, the series to the Citadel, fine. I'll freak out with you. <laughs> but it's... It's way too early. Honestly, Nick, and I was going to – that's how I was going to lead the pod, so it kind of works out. I think there are at least two more ACC teams above us that should be more concerned than ours. You think there are two more? Yes. I think Louisville and I think North Carolina should be more scared. Yeah, I mean – and like it, I understand it, we, we did kind of sniff out that UNC, didn't we? And like, I understand the NC state's not ranked. I, I understand like there, there's a legitimate argument, but I'm going to be very frank with you, Nick. These college baseball rankings are fucking horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I just deleted it. Cause it's just not worth it for me. Like I don't I try not to use my personal Twitter to like tweet about sports. Like it's kind of more like what I do with my profession now, kind of in a sense, but How the fuck is Northeastern not ranked, but UConn is fucking 10?
1: (laughs) I I couldn't tell you.
0: Like, Virginia deserved to fall, but I'm going to be very frank. Getting swept at Notre Dame is 10 times more impressive, especially when you look at the box scores, Than getting swept by Wichita State, yet ECU remained above Virginia. Wichita State, who, by the way, has an RPI of 97. And I don't know if you saw those games, Nick, but Wichita State won by five-plus runs in every single game. Oh, my God. We better beat them tomorrow. I swear to God. Oh, you're – no, you're – see, like, you're fortunate you got swept because if not, you'd be screwed because they'd they'd come out and just murder you. (laughs) Yeah. But like you know, these rankings make absolutely no sense to me. Like UTSA does not deserve to still be ranked. I'm sorry, but Conference USA is not very good. They didn't sweep. Like there, there are multiple teams like the fact, it, I'm glad UCLA finally fell out of the rankings. But like Oregon State's still ranked after losing the series to Arizona State. Like there's just too much, like, parity right now. Like, And I'm not trying to discredit what Duke did, but how does Duke go from, like, 33rd to 20? Everybody doesn't know what's going. Like, is Southern Miss still ranked? Because if they are, then holy crap. I <laughs> see. I can tell you. I think they fell. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, they fell out. Yeah, but, like, they're out. They deserve to be ranked over UT. Like, at least they took a game against the top who, by the way, Isn't Campbell like six or something now? Or seven? Campbell's nine. Yeah, they're nine. And let's see, in their last three leagues, they've lost a game to Presbyterian and Longwood. Could you imagine if Virginia or Duke or NC State would have lost a game to Longwood or Presbyterian? What that would have done to their rankings? I'm not trying to disrespect Campbell like that, but... What are they doing that's impressive? Who who did they just play in their series? Campbell played high point. Oh. And they swept them. They had a rally in game one on like Like Campbell finally like figured out, hey, we actually need to like play baseball on the first game. That's what's been their problem is they've been losing game ones or like game twos. And in game one against high point, they're down like nine to nothing to start or something. Like they were like almost an inning away from getting run ruled, like it was crazy. But they came back and won, so that's all that matters. But you know, it's it's just it is what it is. I mean, like Nick, did you know that every ACC team except for three of them are RPI top fifty? Like, yeah, I did know that. Yeah. No no matter what you're playing a gauntlet of a schedule, like. Yes, sweeps are not ideal. By all means, this is not great. But look how many teams across the country got swept this weekend, man.
1: <laughs> That's why, like, if, you're Virginia, if you were bad, Micah, which you're not, but if you were, what I was going to say was four of the top ten teams all lost their series. Like, Arkansas got swept by Georgia. And, and South Carolina, I mean, yeah, I know Florida lost, but they lost to South Carolina, but,
0: you know, no, you like, lost. And what Arkansas and Virginia and Vanderbilt all had in common were desperate-ass teams that are talented. And NC State falls into that category, too. Yours was probably the worst because it was at home, but, like, <laughs> that we're at the point in the season now where some teams, like, NC State's, was the worst of those four. But, Nick, you can make a legit, like, in, in case you didn't realize, like, ECU is not in first place in the American Athletic Conference anymore. Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, make you go, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't be f- frustrated with your team because, you know, ECU's got it down we're down bad worse. But look around a little bit. Like, Nick, there's four weeks left. Two weeks ago, after Virginia, like, when we were recording two weeks ago and Virginia had swept Miami, and NC State had swept Florida – no, that had been last week, I guess, right? When NC State slept Florida State. like
1: Last week, yeah. we
0: We felt – like, we were talking last week about NC State hosting a regional. And now you're trying to say they're not going to be in a regional? Relax. <laughs> Just relax. Like, Nick, you would legitimately have to lose the series to the Citadel to not be a regional team this time next week. And, yes, you can be concerned all you want, but – Here's a chance to rest, man. Some of these teams, like Nick, do you ever stop to think about how your guys have to be freaking fried right about now? They've played some of the best teams in the country over the last month and a half.
1: I get that. I I know it's a it's a long season, but and you. You're right. State has gone through a gauntlet of the schedule. Like, Clemson's, we caught Clemson, who's the hottest team in the ACC. I get that. I get that. But when it's consistently happening from the start, from the word go, like, it brings a lot of concern through the last month of the season.
0: You're right. There's me being concerned and thinking the sky is falling. So just
1: have you seen let me ask you because I, I really haven't had a lot of time today like all my like I'm going to send you my top 25 after we're done I'm going to look at like more series and stuff and projections like have you seen NC State in any regional projections like the last I saw we were in a, the 2C in the Columbia
0: region I, I'm just wondering if you have seen anything most bracketologies come out like tomorrow. Oh, if okay. they come out, just because they wait for the D1 baseball poll to come out. I mean, when I did mine yesterday, Nick, like I had y'all as, I think actually had two seed in Columbia. <laughs> now that I think about it, paired up with Wofford and somebody else. Was it but, Davidson? No, Davidson's going to Wake, dude. Davidson's RPI is terrible. <laughs> but that
1: was the last one. I, I was like us, Wofford, Davidson in the Columbia region.
0: Yeah, like, I think you got, like, on Central Connecticut State, but someone like that. Like, yeah, not great, but not like, I mean, not a sleepwalk sleepwalk, but, like, 150 plus RPI. But, yeah. you know, there's cars for concerns. But, like, I'm going to divert our conversation away from our team because we can talk about our teams. We can plan about our teams all week because I got plenty of things to bitch about about Virginia. But I've just decided to take a different leaf. Okay. North Carolina sucks. <laughs> what have they done this year? I'm genuinely nothing, asking. dude. Nothing. Like we sniffed it out. We saw that happening. Like it was their like, best their best thing they've done all year was take a series against Duke that they probably shouldn't have. Like, run I that want shit that back right back. now. Yeah, run that back right now. Run that back. Like Nick, I know you're concerned. About NC State because they got to go on the road to Pitt, or no? Is it host Pitt and at Notre Dame? Yeah, it's host Pitt at Notre Dame, and then at UNC. At UNC, Nick, (laughs) (laughs) you're probably taking the series at home against Pitt, and you're probably going to Carolina at this point, taking that series. Like, say what you want about North Carolina, man. Like, don't get me wrong. They bat like BC had to battle. With them this week. But if North Carolina was actually a very, a, a, as what we thought they could be, a top 15, like a regional host team, they would have taken advantage of the fact that BC was coming in limping.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And like North Carolina's resume, like, hold on, let me double check this before I, I speak out of turn here. But yeah, North Carolina's RPI, dude, is 47. Like, I understand you're concerned about your guys missing. You have a better record than Carolina. You are. Yes, they are technically one game or one and a half games better than you in conference play. Um, but, Nick, they've had the luxury of playing like some of the more worst teams in the conference. And also got the luxury of only playing Pitt once. And <laughs> that weird off. like Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can pull up their Quadrant One wins real quick. Just to get an idea. Yeah, they are currently um six they've only played, by the way, nine road games all season. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yep. And if you want to include the neutral, road games? And if you want to count the neutrals, then technically they've played ten.
1: Get out. I have no nope. that Carolina and, got away and, with that. And,
0: and and Nick, they're six and thirteen against quadrant one. They're five and one against quadrant two. And then they are fourteen and one combined for the quadrant three and four.
1: That's insane.
0: Where we look at the NC State Wolfpack resume, they are five and seven on the road, but that has included road trips to I don't know um, this place called Wake Forest and Miami. Um, so, so you know some some PC. pretty good, yeah. So BCF yeah, Boston like last I checked three of the top four teams in the conference. And um, all are in the top 15. Your, your, your quadrant one is six and 13, so literally identical to North Carolina. You're five and one in quadrant two. But you have no bad losses. You are currently 14 and 0 against quadrant three and quadrant four. So you have no loss. You're like, holy crap, you suck. And uh, Nick, you have the luxury of a playing Carolina still. But the rest of your schedule is like, in terms of RPI, is not going to save you. Like, you're not, like, beating the Citadel out of a three might, depending on what happens around the rest of the country, could actually drop your RPI to 30, to, like, like, maybe down a spot or two. But guess what? If you sweep them, now you're 28 and 15, or 14, or whatever it is. <laughs> and you're sitting very, very pretty. But, again, ECU, like, like if, again, if we're – if you enter – if you head to South Bend, thirty and fourteen, as long as you do not get swept out, and you heck heck, you take you go three and six in the ACC the rest of the way, you're in. Mm. With how deep the ACC is this year, you're in. Now, take it back. If you get run ruled at all those games, but you're not going to like, like you' you're you're in every ball game. You're right there. <laughs> North Carolina is right there as well, but I mean. Again, North Carolina, some real red flags. Dude, Louisville, again, like, and, and the best part for Louisville, and by the best part, Nick, do you know, do you know what the uh, remaining schedule is for uh, Louisville? Because I'm happy to fill you in if you, if you don't know.
1: Uh, I can pull it up right now. But I oh, no,
0: I, I got you. At Kentucky tomorrow, then a three-game set against Miami, th- then Bellarmine next week, then a three-game set at Clemson, Then Vandy in a midweek. Then three at Virginia. Then Northern Kentucky in a midweek. And then Florida State to end this season. You know the problem with that, Nick? The only series right now that I would pick Louisville to win is Florida State, which will give them absolutely no benefit.
1: Uh, Do you know if they're going to make up that other Kentucky game as well? I
0: don't know if they are or not. Okay. But... Louisville's RPI is 32, Nick, which, in case you didn't realize, is behind your RPI. Yeah. And they'll gain some points. Like, for example, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Vandy moved up for losing this weekend, getting swept. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How that works, I don't know.
0: Because Tennessee's RPI got bumped up. Florida, I think, moved up a spot, too, They're getting swept because, you know, South Carolina moved up. But, like, again, losing on the road is, is, is it helpful, right? But, like, I, again, I think it should, like – I don't think it should hurt you if you lose on the road, you know. But at the same time, like they're they're like I understand, like like your concern with NC State, Nick, comes from the fact like if you continue to lose, you are screwed because you're playing terrible teams. But you're you're probably not going to lose those, and if you do, then the nice thing is, Nick. They've put you out of your misery. You can just give up on the season then. Where Louisville has a legitimate argument of like, not only are we struggling right now, but like, for example, they're going to have a a pretty pissed off Kentucky team who just lost their series, Texas A&M. You're going to have a pretty pissed off Vandy team in a couple weeks. You're going to have, obviously, a Miami team who... Is in need of another quality. Like, Miami really needs a quality series win because that North Carolina win looks worse. Yeah, this is a hundred percent on you. Because um, I'm in the same spot as always, so I'm blaming you. Um, your I'm negative literally energy. i in is,
1: the same spot every
0: day. We Yeah, It's it. it's it's your negative energy and your Wi-Fi. So um, uh, my Wi-Fi. Anyway. Well, that's definitely your problem. No, I was kidding. Anyways, um, you know. Nick we can we've been breaking down all these series and I, and I I've, I've talked to some people Nick and they people that enjoy our podcast and I kind of agree we talk almost too damn long <laughs> like people don't got 2 hours to listen to us so yeah instead of really breaking down like oh the nitty-gritties of every series like which again is definitely good in some aspects of everything like I think again we we talked about North Carolina Louisville you know NC State Virginia big red flags right now um, I want to know Nick, because this is this is the series that I'm most curious about from a standpoint of like your takeaway. What's your takeaway from Pitt and Wake? Because Pitt takes game one, shuts out Wake, and then Wake outscores them 40 to 5 through the n- the next two games. So for what that's worth, that's what they outscored them 40 to 8 then technically through the whole series. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not bad. <laughs> At the LSU fans are like, oh, they lost the pit, dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> watch lost watch
1: in Louisiana.
0: Watch an AC, yeah, who got swept by JMU, by the way. Um, watch up watch an AC baseball game, bud. Turn the SEC uh, porn off for a minute, and maybe you'll see, it like, hey, there's more than just SEC baseball. Like, you know, not all of us can play an Ole Miss team who literally throws noodles for bullpens. Like, dude, oh my gosh, I could I could rant on the Ole Miss LSU series, dude. You want who the best team in the, in the SEC is? It's the one I saw this weekend in South Carolina. It ain't LSU. Yeah,
1: I had a <laughs> feeling you were going to say that. I, that's what I took away coming into the coming out of this weekend.
0: But anyways, like, because my thing is, I can't tell – I mean, what Wake did, no matter what, is impressive. But what I want to know is, do you think that Wake slept block game one? Or – because, like, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because – Pitt currently sits at what was it, ten, or eleven in the in the ACC tournament pool? If it isn't injured, I can't remember what I put or what what it came uh, out to be. I can tell you right now, it was it was eleven. It was eleven. 11. Like there, that that pool currently is Duke, Virginia Tech, and Pitt. If you think Pitt was just the better team against Wake on Friday, then. There's a legitimate argument that Pitt could win that pool. Yeah. you're asking them to win two games. But flip side that for a second, like, was Wake just sleepwalking? Because, I mean, as a Virginia fan, when I saw Pitt beat Wake game one, I'm like, okay, I love this. Because it kind of right. solidified, hey, Virginia like ran into a a team who was like pitching like what was lights out pitching. They ran into the guys that just pitching out of their damn mind. And then Wake Forest the next day wakes up and what drops like 17 runs in the first two innings, some crazy shit like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then I started to go, oh boy, because I mean, We can debate this all day, but Wake is clearly the best team in the conference. (laughs) There's no real debate there to have. But I just can't get a read because, like, for example, NC State's the 12, right? But I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm asking you to try to either tell me, hey, Virginia's struggles against Pitt was just life happens, Pitt's pretty good. But I'm starting to just think that, you know, Pitt's one of those teams that has the ability to beat you. But is not good. <laughs> because that was just a weird, like, to see such a dominating, like, Nick, for example, I mean, I kind of got the uh, Walmart version of that this weekend in Conway. I mean, Nick, did you see how the Coastal uh, Southern Miss series went? Yeah, didn't like Coastal destroy them. So Coastal won fifteen seven 7 game one, then won 20-7 in the game two. That was the first game that I was at. And then, by the way, Sunbolt doesn't believe in run rules. Fun fact for you, they don't, they don't have that as a rule. Like, you can't agree to it in conference. But three, game three, Wake, or excuse me, uh, Coles was up 7 6, and then an error that literally the outfitter just drops the ball, then leads to like a seven run inning for Southern Miss with two outs. So it ends up being a 15 7 win for Southern Miss. So, like, there was that anomaly game. But the games were never really that competitive, and like you could say the Wake and Pitt game was competitive, but it really wasn't because Wake couldn't do jack shit on Friday. Yeah, like it kind of was very similar to that Wake uh, Louisville game too, where you know I think wasn't didn't Wake win that game three nothing. Yeah. So like right. you're you're sitting there like in the ninth inning you're like holy crap like you get two guys on tying runs coming to the plate but and at no point you're like oh boy like. Louisville's going to win this ball game. <laughs> right. And in this case, like I never thought wake was going to win that ball game. Like Pitt was just in control. So, yeah. So the takeaway from this
1: series was anything that could have gone Pitt's way and game one did. It absolutely did. And I think if you don't play your best and you catch Pitt who, you know, we, we could bash them. They have a bad record and whatever. But, again, this is the ACC. Like, anyone can have a, a, their A game on. We just – like, I wasn't – when Pitt beat Wake game one, I thought to myself, well, they just won two out of three at Virginia. Like, is this team, like, starting to catch fire a little bit? And, again, everything you, that could have gone Pitt's way game one did. I, I, I talked to Pierce Bennett the right fielder for Wade. he Anything that could have gone wrong for him offensively absolutely did. The second baseman made a diving stop for a grounder to start a double play on Pierce. And he hit a liner that would have scored in a couple of runs to the right to the first baseman. And he could not catch a break. So anything that could have gone Pitt's way game one, just did that. that, That's just what happened. Sullivan wasn't on his a game. I keep that part is mostly on wake Sullivan uh, gave up a couple of jacks.
0: What's up with him being the Friday now?
1: Good question. I don't know. I think, you know, I noticed this with both state and Wake. their rotations are mixed up now because of that double header. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. But it that that's what I've seen lately. Like, Mm State's rotations messed up because of that, and now Wake. I think I think you
0: need to use your inside source to get just like he's not going to give you the full telltale sign. But I'm just curious, like, if that's what he says it is, or like, again, we talked about a couple weeks ago where like Sean has been pitching like the Friday starter, but like a lot of times, like when you have the pitching staff that Wake does, you don't mess with it. Yeah, <laughs> like even if Rhett's struggling a little bit, like he would have to be really struggling for it to be worth adjusting, right? And he never, and he never came close to that that point. Yeah. So, and then,
1: and then, dude, game two, games two and three, Nick Nick Kurtz. That's what happened. Like Nick Kurtz, <laughs> who won eight, who came back from injury, um, who won ACC Player of the Week this week, hits bombs like he hit game two he hit a ball so far Micah I didn't even see where it went I think it hit the parking garage probably who else happened Justin Johnson of all people their second baseman who hit a grand slam hit two homers in a game like he appeared in the top 10 in RBIs when I did uh, the top 10 list today I hadn't seen his name all year And then he just goes off on this series and he's like top five in RBIs in the ACC. After one series, he made up ground. He had like nine RBIs in one game. So Nick Kurtz and Justin Johnson happened in games two and three. Um, I think Wake just caught Pitt at their absolute best. And I think, you know, the combination of Sullivan not playing, you know, up to his game and, Anything that could have happened for Pitt absolutely did. I don't think Wake freaked out about it. Obviously not. They went on to score 40 runs in the next two games. Um, and, yeah, I wouldn't freak out. But what I will say, you know, besides the series, I'm so get, I'm getting so tired of people saying that Wake hasn't played a real opponent yet and that South Carolina should be ranked ahead of them. What are you talking about? Like, I get it. The SEC is probably the best conference, although they did struggle this week, the SEC. Um, Wake swept three ACC series in a row. They took two of three at Louisville. Like, what are we talking about here? Wake has legit played a very tough schedule. I don't get the argument. I really don't. People are saying that South Carolina. Now it's impressive. Yeah, South Carolina swept Florida. That's great. Wake has swept Miami. They took two out of three to Louisville. They swept NC State. What are we doing here?
0: Yeah. No, I mean you're right. And so, you know, really the only other series we have left to touch on. We we have two right because the way we got we got the four. Sweeps out of the way because, you know, it was a combination of uh oh moments for for some of those teams. But again, like kudos to BC, kudos to Duke. I mean, we can talk about Duke here in a minute. Just how good they, how, how good they're playing. But you know, Virginia Tech takes two out of three against Florida State. Um, what else happened here? Uh, Georgia Tech, or excuse me, Miami took two of three against Georgia Tech. That's that's the remaining series. And for those, Nick, all I really have. Is you got to sweep <laughs> like Miami should have swept Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech should have swept Florida State. Yeah, those are like Miami is just trying so hard to not host a regional, feels like because like they just can't finish it off, so that's frustrating, but again. The ACC, man, it, it's just deep. It, it's plain and simple deep. Right now I have 10 teams in the ACC making actually I have it. Actually, I have 10 teams in the ACC making it. The teams I have missing are um, Pitt. Actually, no, it might be 11 because I have another day in it too now. So, yeah, it's probably actually 11. But, like, you know, the ACC is sitting pretty pretty good. And, you know, from a standpoint, we'll, I'll do another Bracketology episode probably on Wednesday, Nick, breaking down my bracket. But, you know, the ACC as a whole, like, yeah, we're talking about an ACC tournament where every team has an RPI above 48 besides one. And that's Pitt, who, again, has proven itself to be the thorn in the side. Like, I don't, I know that NC State's on the verge of collapsing. You're not falling out, Nick. I'm willing to bet you 50 bucks you don't miss the ACC tournament. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think we'll miss the ACC. You know,
0: like you're gonna be fine. And and at this point, Nick, if you're top ten in RPI in the AC or we'll say just to be safe, top eight in the ACC RPI, you're in. And right now, Nick, you're sixth in the RPI. I believe in the ACC. So you're fine. Like your RPI like, again. If yes, if you if you start to, to to shoot the bed, that's great. But Nick, we're we're seeing it right now. Like. My my thing with Virginia is, you know, I, I am upset. I am frustrated. It, it's it's alarming. But I'm not surprised. Like, honestly, I'm not surprised they did took the series. The sweet part is the part that kind of gets me. But Virginia was in the games. And guess what, man? I will gladly take losses now if that means they can get hot in a couple weeks. Because, dude, at the pace that Virginia, and even so, like, To be honest, like what NC State was like, you know, we talked about it, right? Oh, NC State needs to go, you know, five and one in those two series, right, between Clemson or yeah, Clemson and Florida State. Well, again, three and three, not not great, not bad, but like, did you really, Nick, want to ride in just winning ACC series after ACC series after ACC series after ACC series with like, because we see it all the time. Like, yes, it's good to be hot but a lot of times the definition of the hot team that makes a trip to Omaha is the one that got hot the last two weeks of the season. Not the one that got hot in, you know, (laughs) early April. Like as a Virginia fan, man, like after the loss to Virginia tech, like they would have, you know, swept Miami. Right. And then let's say swept pit. Like we thought they would take two or three against Notre Dame. And then, you know, this week it got Duke take two or three against Duke or even sweep Duke. Like, you know, at some point, like, Virginia was going to have to suffer bad losses because, like, Louisville is coming up. That's not, obviously not going to be a bad loss. But, like, you know, Virginia's path was not going to be easy. Like, they, if they were to continue to stay hot, dude, I would not have felt comfortable because, like, eventually, like, it's, it's college baseball, man. Eventually, you're going to go through some, like, the 11.7 podcast says it best, the hot and cold theory. Like, you don't want to be cold for too long. Like, sweeps are always the concerning part for sure. But don't get swept multiple times. It's okay to be a little bit cool. And, like, Nick, I'll start to sound the alarms if Virginia loses a midweek. Like, like, I don't know if you knew this, but Virginia has not lost a single non-conference game yet. The non-conference schedule hasn't been the hardest by any means. <laughs> but they haven't <laughs> lost one yet. Right. So, if, if you want to continue, like, as long as Virginia doesn't get swept the rest of the way out, a 17-loss Virginia is in the tournament. Like, do I feel confident about Virginia winning a national title? Like, no. But to be frank, two weeks ago after Miami, I wasn't feeling that confident. I had some confidence in potentially getting to Omaha. But, like, I, I, I can read the rest of the country, man. <laughs> I know it's not easy. <laughs> so, from an ACC standpoint, I mean, again, I want to – we're going to do some accolades, I think, what we're going to do to kind of make up for not breaking every podcast. So, what I want you to do – I'll go first so you can think about it because I didn't give you these notes, but we'll do this every week moving forward. Is it team of the week? Disappointment of the week. So, again, can be team, player of the week, pitcher. We're not going to do pitcher and player. It's one or the other. Like, pick one. And then on the uh, we'll, we'll do hmm. – we'll go game of the week. Like, just your personal favorite. It doesn't have to be, like, the best game of, of all time. Just your favorite game. So, I'll go first, obviously, with team of the week – I mean, it's got to be Clemson. Like people can go, oh Notre Dame now, yeah Virginia's better than NC State, whatever. But at home, and I, Nick, I mean, this is a this is a terrible excuse. This is like my Virginia like excuse like button going off in the back of my head. But did you see the weather in South Bend this weekend?
1: Yeah, wasn't it bad? Like,
0: didn't you know? Did you know they're playing February baseball and uh, end of April? Yeah. Like, I, my friend works for Notre Dame, and she was sending me Snapchats, like, wearing, like, her puffer jacket and a beanie hat and gloves. Like, it was 40 degrees outside. Because it was legitimately, like, sleeting during some of the game. There was hail at points. Like, <laughs> that's not an excuse for Virginia. But you're telling me a team that traveled up there is kind of struggling, and it's a desperate Notre Dame team who's used to that kind of shit? I mean, you tell me how you think that's going to play out. Right. So, you know, I just think what Clemson did, and like again, like like what Clemson did to like and like Doak was rocking this weekend. Like it wasn't like it was just like a quiet little Doak field where nobody gave a shit. Like dude, it was packed. Yeah, and Clemson went in and silenced them. And like like I mean, I know this is gonna this is gonna hurt you big time, but like y'all were inches away from a grand slam and make it and said you scored, what, two on the double? Or was it three? I think it was three. He three. Three. Yeah, scored three on the double. But what does Clemson do? Like Either the next half inning or an inning and a half later? Yeah. I don't know. Just absolutely pimp a 450 nuke and I still don't know if it actually landed. Like, it's probably in the tree so it never actually touched the ground. My mouth <laughs>
1: drops when that happened.
0: Like, dude, that ball was... <laughs> I, I'm... Whoever your pitcher was, Nick. Um, next oh, it, time was Le- Sam. Le- it was Sam. Uh, yeah, tell Sam if you ever see him that uh, you know, the Dioli market was closed, so the meatballs should not be served. Because good God, <laughs> like I'm that not saying good. that you, I'm not saying that you and I would have hit a home run there, but you and I would have probably made solid contact on that pitch. That was like
1: <laughs> that. That was the one pitch. That oh my God, Micah, you. You watched, I mean, you were listening to the broadcast and they were talking about what should Sam throw him next. And that was the exact pitch not.
0: Yeah. Throw. <laughs> they, they, they said every pitch in his arsenal except for the one he did throw. <laughs> that was
1: right in Caden Grice's wheelhouse. Yeah. That was pinned, slaughtered, destroyed. Any word you can think of, I've never seen. Like, you know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of the 2002 World Series where Bonds just absolutely like, nuked a baseball into like the third deck in the world series. And then you see like the angels, some of the angels players say, I've never seen a ball be hit like that ever. That's what that reminded me of. Like that was a Barry Bonds type home run.
0: Oh no, no doubt. Yeah. So that was my so My team of the week is Clemson. Who was who yours? My team of the week is
1: Duke, man. Um, I like it. It, Sweeping Louisville, um, that game one was an absolute thriller. Uh, shout out to Alex Mooney. I mean, game-winning Grand Slam when you're down by three. Like, you, you can't write a more perfect script. Um, and we have said it on this podcast week in and week out. Duke, they, they'll never get swept, but they'll never sweep a team. Well, they just did, and they just swept the number – who what was Louisville? Number 12 at the time. Uh, that's impressive Duke is firmly comfortably in the top 20 rightfully so Uh, I think Micah you and I kind of caught wind of this after they beat Boston College two out of three last week that hey you know this this Duke team is starting to come above average like they, they they are are outside the bubble of You know, making the tournament. Well, they're firmly in as of last week, and now they're firmly in the top 25. Uh, Love this team. They're getting really, really hot. Hottest team right now. I really do think that's Clemson right now. But they're my team of the week. They just swept Louisville, number 12. Like that's amazing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And
1: they're leading. Also, the where are they? They're number one in the coastal right now.
0: Yes, sir, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that pool right now, Nick, of Virginia Tech, Pitt, and Duke just feels so terribly bad. Like, I mean, like, it's all quality teams, but like, it's just missing that like roster. You're like, oh my gosh, it's so deep. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I I 100% agree. My disappointment of the week for that reason is Louisville because. Crazy, crazy or not, like yes, BC did it. North Carolina, Louisville had to do it on the road, but dude, Louisville needed some momentum here, and not only did they fail to get it, but like they just their 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 weaknesses were shown. Man, the walk off grand slam, like they just blew everything late. No matter what yeah. they got from their early, from their from the starters from like the early on, like they they've just they kept finding ways. Like credit to Duke. For winning the ball games, but it really felt like they were finding ways to lose it. And just considering where Louisville's currently sitting, like they really, really need one right now. And again, the slate doesn't get easier, so I'm gonna say Louisville's my disappointment of the week. Because again, I I think I took, I think we both took Duke to win the series. I know I did, but like again, I said two of three, and like it was. I mean, part of me wants to say North Carolina, but. I think you're going to say it, so I'm going to let you go ahead.
1: <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to say North Carolina.
0: Oh, he's going to say NC State then. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: look, with Nor- the reason why I'm not, it's more because of why I'm not going to say North Carolina it is because we kind of sniffed it out. We've been sniffing it out for the last two weeks. That's and fair. we thought that if BC uh, came in and won that series, uh, that they were legit and UNC was not. I think they kind of solidified, like, It's either or, Um, and yeah, I think uh, that's why they're not my disappointing team of the week. We we snipped it out two weeks ago. So state is my disappointing team of the week. I mean, you get you get an unranked team at home, and I get they won two ACC series, but state like they they just could not have gotten swept. Like they did need to win this series, but getting swept hurts even more. It was at home when you have like what 15 games in a row at home and you get swept in one of the series. Um, it was disappointing, especially because we swept the week before and looked like they were going to get ho- they were going to get hot. Um, what was also disappointing was the starting pitching, which I thought was more a state strong suit, and this week it was not. Every starter just gave up. So many runs in the first inning, two innings, three innings, whatever you want to say. Uh, so, yeah, that's why State is my disappointing team of the week.
0: Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, you know, talk Nick, I, I think it's pretty clear it's got to be Nick. You can throw Jack. Yeah. But I'll go a different route just for a minute. Like. This is cheating because, again, I I I would say he's probably the third or fourth player when we went to, you know, oh man, who was it? Shoot, why am I drawing a blank? Crap, crap, crap. crap, crap, crap. He, was, he was the ACC pitcher of the week. Oh my God. Let me go to, I'm having just a beautiful moment here where I'm just forgetting everything. Oh, Drew Hackenberg for Virginia Tech. Jeez, I was like, who? Someone uh, uh, shoved today. This past weekend, like, and like now he's in every like literally every Virginia Tech fan was going nuts in all the, the stats you tweeted, Nick. Because, like, Drew Hackenberg's in like every pitching one now,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, that kid shoves against this, Florida State. This, this <laughs> week, I noticed that he jumped like he was always in some categories, but this week, yeah, I he's noticed like, like that he all more than not,
0: yeah. He's 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 a stud, but and for Virginia Tech, that's huge. But I'm actually gonna go Kaden Grice. Oh, just because. Just because, like, I mean, he didn't pitch that well. We had four earned runs uh, through six innings. Maybe it was five. I can't remember exactly how many earned runs it was, but it was six innings worth of work. But I mean, the grand sl- like when they needed him most, he was there, man. And like, you factor like he's just he's just a he's just a man amongst boys. I mean, just to be frank, like, you know, he should he like did he have the best week of everybody? No, but he was one zero on the week. <laughs> Hit like. Really, he's two and zero on the week, to be frank, because <laughs> he won Game Two for them as well. He didn't play very well in Game One, but you know, again, not everybody got to have a BP session like Wake did this weekend. So, and yeah, I mean, it really should be Nick Kurtz or Jack Johnson or even Drew Hackenberg. But I mean, I selfishly, I really just like I love watching Kaden Grice play. I really do. I mean, he even had an RBI in his outing yesterday. <laughs> So, All right. I like it. I, I was going to
1: go Caden, um, but I'll go somewhere else. Uh, I won't go Nick. That's the obvious answer. Although I will say what a performance by him to come back from injury. He's been out for like, what, three weeks. And in one week he is like back in the top 10 list, top three and something. So obviously Nick is the correct answer. I do want to go Justin Johnson, but I, dude, this name stuck out to me, and he's been in the top ten for for some list, but this week he really proved it, and I think he got overshadowed a bit by your guy who you just picked. So I'm gonna go Cam Canarella.
0: Oh boy, he's just doing it, so he'll like us on Twitter. No, I'm just no. <laughs> no. shut up, dude. Cam, yeah, dude, Cam is just a like. Uh, okay. I almost said it on the podcast and almost tweeted it like two weeks ago, Nick. And I'm so glad I did. This is no disrespect to Cam Cantarella, but e- Ethan Petri is just an unreal animal. The fact that like you could genuinely make an like what Cam does by getting on base as much as he is not yeah. more impressive than what Ethan Petry is doing. But like I was, Ethan Petry, but like. If you, if you got a casual college baseball fan said, hey, yeah, this kid named Cam Cantarella, top five finalist freshman baseball, they would be like, who the hell are you talking about? Like, this kid just continues to fly under the radar. He's been, what, batting leadoff and or second? I think he's in leadoff now. No, he's hitting yeah. second. But, like, he's constantly getting on. Like, I mean, dude, he, it's unreal.
1: Like, th- like, this week, he – he really proved himself. He got into the top five in ACC and batting average. He's top ten on base. Uh, let's see. He's top five in runs scored. He's uh, I think top ten in RBIs. No, but I mean, he's everywhere, man. Like he's everywhere. He he does it. He does a great job in the field too. Like I noticed his name climb up the uh, the chart. He's top three in hits. I was gonna go Caden, but I mean I think Cam got kind of overshadowed by Kaden this week. Um so I'll go Cam. He he's just an unbelievable player.
0: I like it. All right, game of the week. I'm torn because there were a lot of really good games, but Nick, I hate to do it to you. The one I had the most fun watching was that Clemson NC State game too. Yeah, because yeah. that game was just, I mean, like the Louisville Duke series, I mean, again, a walk-off grand slam by Duke. Like that was that was right up there with it, but just the way the state game went where, you know, Clemson jumps out to a 4-0 lead and I'm just like, "Well, that's over." And then all of a sudden it's 6-4 NC State in the 6th. You know, Clemson gets one back on the seventh, and then what does Caden Grice do go Grand Slam. But then of course in the ninth, you know, State gets a home run and then gets a runner on and it's like, okay, sure. Like the the Louisville Duke game on Friday, I think could also again make this category. But that was a game where I don't know how to describe it fairly, but like again, yeah, Duke hit the Grand Slam, but I'm trying to see here. I mean, you know what? You know, I'm changing it. It was Duke-Louisville. Because the, the part that, that's unfair, Nick, to this is I didn't – because it was Friday night, I was at the ETSU Citadel game. I didn't get to watch the end of it until I – mean, I only got to watch the end of it, excuse me. So I dialed in when it was 7-6 going into the seventh inning when Louisville made it 8-6. So I really only got to see, like, the grand slam action from Duke. But I forgot this was a 7 nothing Louisville lead, and Duke battled all the way back to get it within one. And the fifth. So, I'm going to go with that game because it just had it had all the theatrics possible. So, but the – I mean, the moment of the week for me was just watching Katie Grice, just pimp a grand slam. Especially, again, like when you were an inning and a half removed from what I thought was a grand slam for State. And that, that run would have not won the game, obviously, but it would have been pretty big.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: because now we're talking a one-run differential – or two-run difference going into the ninth, but one run after the solo bomb. So, But yeah, I'm going to go Louisville-Duke game one on Friday night. I like it. I like
1: it. I'm going to go game one of UNC-Boston College.
0: Ooh, I like it.
1: That game went into extras. BC yeah, did. hung around, hung around, took the lead at one point, and then UNC took the lead, and BC tied it. Uh, Went into extra innings. It was a fantastic game to watch in the end, um, and it was Boston game ever that they won in Chapel Hill. And then what they do later on, sure. they went on to sweep Chapel Hill. So that game just set the tone for the rest of the series. That BC wasn't going to slouch down just because they're on the road, just because they're you know in a little bit of a rough patch, getting swept by Louisville the week or two weeks before. And losing two of three to Duke at home, um, that game really set the tone for the rest of the series. And they didn't let the you know the last two weeks bother them at all. And they climbed their their way back up to the top twelve in uh, the top twenty-five. So great game, and uh, it was awesome. BC and USC was my game one was my game of the week.
0: Perfect. All right, it's time for our. Favorite segment of the show where we pick our midweek game of the week and then, of course, go on to pick the ACC series. Nick, the midweek game of the week for me is going to shock you. Actually, you know what? You go first, Nick. I've been going first this whole time What's because you (laughs) should know this is coming. What is your midweek game of the week? Mm.
1: I'm torn between two, but I'm just going to pick this one. I mean, it's got to be Wake Forest Coastal. Like, I I think I'm going to that game tomorrow.
0: um, You think? You think, Nick, if you don't go to that game, you're not allowed to be on this podcast anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What you don't know about me, Micah, is that I have
1: to go. I might be going to my adult softball practice.
0: (laughs) I swear to everything above, if you go to an adult softball game, when two top six teams are playing in your backyard, and you say that you are, you know, trying to grow the game, do not ever talk to me again. Okay, all right. You ain't convinced. you ain't you ain't growing the game. Working on your your soft lineouts to the shortstop, Nick. Okay, that was an unnecessary shot. <laughs> Sorry, I hit you're, it above his head. Your your exit velo of a hundred yard, hundred miles an hour, straight to the center fielder. Is that better? Yeah, I saw, I, I saw the batting average. I saw the IM League's batting average for you. <laughs> Mr. .069. Respect. Alright, you convinced me, yeah, because my parents are
1: going to go, so I think I, I, I have to go. I do. Um, the reason why I'm also picking this game is because, like I said, in the beginning of the show, I ran into weight pitching coach Corey Muscara, and I did want to bring this up a little bit. The situation's weird this week with Wake Forest because after Coastal, they play um, App State in Shelby, North Carolina. And they don't have a weekend series, but they do play two teams, two different teams um, this weekend. They play, I think it's High Point Friday and Wofford on Saturday. So what's very interesting about this week for Wake is – They're going to go all out for Coastal tomorrow. So that means our boy, who we've had on here, Seth Keener, will be making his second career start. He uh, made the opening day start when Teddy was a late scratch. Um, So he gets to play Coastal. Um, They are going to use all the best relievers that they have. They will pull Cam. They'll uh, pull out Massey. They'll pull up... uh, who else? Uh, Cole. They'll pull up everybody that they need to. So they are going all out for Coastal Carolina, and not only that, they're a little pissed off because they should have won that game in Conway to, uh, earlier this year, and they lost last year in Conway. But now Coastal's coming to Wake. Um, it's a great opportunity for them. They can really, really like any SEC play uh, fan that is downing Wake because of their schedule, if they beat Coastal with a relief pitcher that's starting, by the way, probably one of the best relief pitchers in the ACC, I should say, uh, then they can they, they can shut up that crowd. So the rest of the week will be very interesting for Wake Forest. I think they'll go – obviously they'll play Rhett. They'll play uh, Sullivan um, Saturday or Friday-Saturday. Uh, but other than that, they're going all out on this Coastal game. They know that this is important, and I'm excited to see Seth in his uh, second career start. It's going to be huge for him.
0: And, uh, and uh, Nick, Reed, I-
1: Reed, I should say Reed uh, Moscalo will be. Pl- I think he will be starting the App game. He's the mid usual midweek starter, so I think he will be pitching against App. He's the pitcher that we both
0: saw Micah when we were at App. Yeah, and that's what I, I'm glad you gave me that tidbit, Nick, because I was part of the reason why I was worried about this game. Was so yesterday, Nick, I hung around because uh, obviously Hayden caught the home run ball, so he wanted it signed. It was hit by Nick Lucky. He wanted it signed by him because you know, obviously it is kind of cool, like get the ball autographed by the guy that hit it, right? And, right. Um, oh, dude, all the Coastal guys talking to their parents are like, "Ah, we're not that worried about it. We're saving, we're saving it for Tuesday." Like, dude, Coastal is like they did not give a fuck about like yesterday's game dude when it started to get out like when it started to get out of like they literally did not make a call to the bullpen after i gave seven runs like i just fuck it at this point (laughs) let's save let's save the arms they they are locked and loaded too for for wake rightfully so um so you know and i had multiple guys say we can't wait to beat them again so if you see any of the guys tomorrow at the deli make sure that micah let them know that micah got a little uh Little inside bulletin board material from Coastal. But, oh boy. I but, dude,
1: I can't wait. I hope I see them tomorrow.
0: But you know, so again, this is a team that rightfully so can, can win ball games. But my actual game of the week, Nick, midweek game of the week, is the Duke Blue Devils going to Boys Creek to take on the Campbell Camels. Great pick. Great pick. Because I don't think Wake Coastal actually fucking matters. In a way, it does not. Because if Wake loses, oh well. If they beat Coastal, I mean, it's a good win. But again, like, no one's going to be like, oh, that's so shocking. Duke is going to be the underdog going to Campbell. I think Duke's the better ball club. And if they're not, man, then now we can kind of gauge the Duke level, to be frank. Like, the thing, too, that makes it intriguing to me, Nick, is – not only does Duke have obviously Campbell tomorrow, that's a that's a big deal for the Blue Devils. But then they head to Charlottesville on Friday. Yeah. So like, they have just a loaded week of top fifteen teams on the road. And they already beat Campbell once. Exactly. So it's a revenge game for the Camels. It's like Campbell's in the top ten. They're like Campbell right now is fighting for their lives because they know that like they need these RPI wins because. No matter – I mean, again, if they start losing in the Big South, they're screwed regardless. But, like, these Big South wins, like UNC Asheville in a couple weekends, man, ain't going to do anything for them <laughs> besides hurt them. Right. Like, the rest of the way out, they're pretty much screwed. So, in terms of beneficial RPI points. So, they need this. So, that game alone gives me some value. Plus, like, again, like, I'm just intrigued to see because, like, if I'm Duke – I wouldn't go all out for it because like if you can take two or three in Charlottesville or even sweep for God's sakes while Virginia's struggling, dude, that's way, way better than taking a midweek against Campbell, but then losing the series in Charlottesville. So it's a really –
1: Your who's who they have, like you said this weekend, they have two midweeks and one of them being Uh, Liberty who's not bad.
0: No, but I'm not – Honestly, man, I'll, I'll I'll trade a midweek loss if it means we can win the series. You do so. <laughs> at this point, I'm t- I mean, I enjoy the midweek wins and all, but because like that's the thing, Virginia normally hammers teams in the midweek too. It's not like they win; they just clap cheeks. Excuse my uh, terrible term there, but I mean it's kind of true. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my game. But again, we got Kentucky, Louisville. Like tomorrow's gonna be so much fun, man. I gotta gotta work a doubleheader in softball. Uh, actually, ETSU goes to the Radford tomorrow. So if we uh, if we if we win two games at, at Radford this year, Nick, oh, I'm so trolling Virginia Tech so hard. But um, you know, Mercer at Georgia Tech's a big one. FAU at Miami, a chance for Miami to redeem themselves after last week. Obviously, like this is the best midweek slate we've had. To just be frank, because dude, Rhode Island might be the best team in their conference, the A10. So that's obviously a big one for BC because. You know, Rhode Island's going to take this very seriously, and they're not a cakewalk. Duke Campbell, obviously. Attention,
1: if you've been paying attention to BC midweeks, yeah, they're always great. high scoring and one run games that <laughs> BC just wins.
0: Yeah. And Duke Campbell's big. UNC Wilmington has got a pretty high RPI. North Carolina needs something right now to stop the bleeding. Obviously, Coastal Wake, East Carolina, NC State, both teams need to stop the bleeding there. That's a big one in Raleigh. You know, FAU Miami, like I said, revenge game. Liberty, Virginia, not an easy game. Mercer, Georgia Tech. Like, Georgia Tech needs to win every game they can at this point. They try to just keep themselves afloat. Notre Dame at Michigan State's a tough one. Kennesaw State, Clemson, okay, whatever. JMU just swept Louisiana, who, again, beat LSU last week in the midweek. So, Virginia Tech, no cakewalk there. And Louisville, Kentucky. Wake Forest at App's going to be very intriguing on Wednesday. Um, I mean, Towson, Virginia shouldn't be interesting, but maybe it will be. But, you know, again, like, it's it's a – I mean tomorrow's midweek slate man like Hayden's gonna be living the dream if he decides not to go to to Winston-Salem which he might but if so if he does Nick you gotta hang out with him but if he doesn't um he'll be able to have his five TVs rolling all ACC tomorrow so um so yeah all right we uh time it's time to time to pick the uh the ACC series Nick we ready ready let's do it Miami at Louisville you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. All right. Um, Well, I'm telling you the series, but then, yes, I'm asking you now to please kindly pick it.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go Miami two out of three on the road. (laughs) Very hot take. I know Miami struggles on the road, but they kind of put that to bed, winning two out of three to North Carolina last week. Louisville is desperate. I mean, again, I I wouldn't be surprised if Louisville won this two out of three. Maybe that could be the trend after getting swept by Duke. But I like where the Canes are at right now. They're kind of flying under the radar. Um, They can take advantage of a team that's struggling. Give me the Canes two out of three on the road.
0: There's a closeout on aisle three cleaning supplies. Um, Nick, what if I told you that I have the cards getting a nice little broom at Walmart and just sweeping the canes.
1: You think you got Louisville sweeping Miami. This is probably the most, I I don't know how to say it. We, we, we never been this. I don't know. This is different.
0: (laughs) Well, see my thought process with this right now is more of the fact that I don't think Miami, like you said, they struggle at home. I think what happened against North Carolina last weekend was indicative of North Carolina. Dude, fair, fair. Louisville's going to be like, we can say, we can give kudos to Duke. We can, you know, berate Louisville for, you know, the losses. But Louisville was the better team against Duke for 22 of 27 innings this weekend.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: And that was in Durham. Like, nothing was going their way. This team is going to be pissed off. They need it. Not saying Miami doesn't, but like Miami, if they lose at Louisville, doesn't really kill them. To be frank, like I don't think Miami's a host team. So at this point, like now they're just playing for which uh, which regional they get to be the two at. <laughs> right. But yeah, you know, I think that dude. I I like the I like the cards here, and I just I'm not over the fact that Miami has been swept by good teams or that, uh, that play very well at home. Like, North Carolina has not been that impressive at home, man. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, what Miami did was impressive, but it's not like uh, – I can't ever say it, right? Bossamer, whatever it is, stadium, field, whatever, is, is, like, the toughest place to play. Like, you know, I would argue going to Charlottesville where Virginia doesn't ever really lose. They've lost two games all year, and that was just recently to Pitt, you know. And, you know, Wake Forest, who doesn't lose much at home either, you know. I just – I think if Louisville wins this series, they, they have to sweep. Because, <laughs> like, it's one of those things where, like, I think Louisville is going to be the better team in all three games. So, it's really a matter of whether they actually just can finish the job. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, give me the cards here and my spicy take. Plus, like I just have this weird feeling that they're going to lose to Kentucky on Tuesday and just be really pissed. <laughs> Could happen. So, so anyways – and, by the way, I think it's very funny that the ACC network or ACC website says Miami at Louisville in Lexington, Kentucky. So, uh, the ACC doesn't even know where their uh, own school is located. <laughs> well, so, uh, so, so, good job. <laughs> All right. We got Clemson at Boston College. Ooh. This is the series of the week for me, Nick. Yeah, it is for me, too. And that's why I'm riding with our boys, Caden Grice. And Cam Canarella and the beautiful uniforms that are the purple and orange. Mm, So sexy. Give me the Tigers two of three. I'm not just going to pretend like BC's struggles are gone. What they did at North Carolina, very, very impressive. And very, very big for them. Like kind of solidifying their tournament spot. Clemson's still got work to do. And this is their chance to do it. And I'm not going to put it past the fact that Clemson might be a more talented team. And BC wins a lot of times, Nick, by their grit. well, this Clemson team's playing with a heck of a lot of right, grit right now. Yeah. So give me the Tigers, two or three.
1: Hell, oh, man, I'll join you on that. Two or three, Clemson, they're the hottest team in the ACC. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. Boston College kind of solidified themselves sweeping UNC on the road, but this Clemson team, they're starting to, you know, play with chemistry, they, they're they feeling good about themselves, like, NC State Twitter was just saying, there's simply more energy right now in the Clemson dugout than there is in the NC State dugout, and I yeah. feel like that's going to translate on the road to Boston College. What they're doing is impressive, man, and I would hate to be BC and lose two of three, but this Tigers team, they're they something. They I think we kinda we kinda saw it coming. We're like, there's no way they can be two years in a row, miss out on Durham. Well, I don't think they're gonna miss Durham anymore. And I think they're gonna make the regionals. Like they they have a shot. They they a great shot. And they would just what what is Clemson missing this year? A top twenty five series win. So they can do it this week and solidify themselves into a regional spot. Um, so I got the Tigers two out of three as well.
0: Okay, we're going to do a quick rapid fire on these ones. Cal at Pitt, what we got?
1: Uh, I'll go Pitt. Fuck it.
0: Well, I would hope you would. Pitt's way better than Cal. Give me Pitt two of three. I think Cal can get one, but no, I screw it. ACC bias. Pitt sweeps. Gardner Webb at Georgia Tech. Gardner Webb oh or geez, I'm saying Gardner Web. Geez, Georgia Tech is sweeping Gardner Webb, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Just making sure. Yep. Citadel at NC State. Nick, I haven't told you this yet, but um the t-shirt I'm currently wearing says honor, duty, respect, and has the beautiful Sea Star Citadel logo on it. Mm-hmm. Uh they also gave me one of the most beautiful hats I've ever seen. It is Just so you know, Citadel Blue is not Carolina Blue. It is not Baby Blue. It is not Powder Blue. It is Infantry Blue. So make sure you respect the Infantry Blue. Uh, I spent literally like five hours with their staff this weekend (laughs) in their office just talking about random stuff. Um, They actually have a meme in their athletic department. I think you'll find this very funny. Remember when Sonny Dykes said, like, we don't all get to play the Citadel every week when talking about Georgia? Yeah. Dude, they have that memed up in their office. Oh, and, like, it's, it's, and it's literally, like, uh, the, it's, like, you know, like, the, that meme where, like, that one kid's just spanking the one guy and, the, like, the kid's just sitting there, like, recording it with a giant smile on his face? Yeah. So, it's, like, literally the Citadel's the the kid smiling. It's just Georgia spanking TCU in the national title. That's so funny. <laughs> so, shout out Citadel for having a good sense of humor. They also have, like, the, the shades of blue, like, the North Carolina blue, the uh, Ole Miss blue, and then their blue. And it's like respect the infantry blue, damn it! Like, they got all <laughs> kinds of memes, man. Like Love they it. also like they also meme some like I think it's like Chicago Fire or something. Have like they're like their new logo is almost the same as the Citadel, just different colors. So they're just like it's like the Spider Man meme pointing at each other. They got some good memes in there, man. They do a good job. But anyways, that's funny. Um, that's why I'm rocking with the Citadel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's three words on my shirt that say honor, duty, and respect. So. Citadel, I will honor you with the duty of respecting the fact that you are not winning a single game in rally. <laughs> three, three words on my shirt for three wins for the pack. Yeah, skate in a the suite. They need
1: it. They need to feel good. Um,
0: they, Nick, I, I, I have something promising for you. You know okay. your pitching's been struggling? Uh, ETSU today, this week, we threw two different relievers as starters, and then our top starter who got Sheldon his last outing, but he's been good all all week, right? Guess how many runs the Citadel scored all weekend against ETSU?
1: I'm going to say eight
0: runs. <laughs> Cute. Three.
1: Oh, my God. Okay.
0: <laughs> they, they were outscored by my beloved and my favorite team in college baseball, the ETSU Buccaneers, by a score of 12-3. to 3. No, yeah, twelve to three. <laughs> like ETSU was scoring runs on them. <laughs> like you, you'll be okay, Nick. You, you'll be fine. So, Dave, all right, yeah. we move on. Let's uh, let's, let's let's knock this weird Wake thing out of the way with Wake playing Wofford on Saturday, and then playing High Point on Sunday. Because Nick, just so you know how it's working, because this is just, this is beautiful, is Saturday Wake plays Wofford. Sunday afternoon in Wake Forest's ballpark, Wofford plays high point at like 12 or 1 or something like that. And then at 5 o'clock, high point plays Wake. So high point's playing a doubleheader on Sunday. Ew. Yeah, I know. Nick? <laughs> Wake's going 1-1 one and one on the weekend. Oh, who do you have them losing to? Who do I have them losing to? Come on. SoCon gang baby, the Wafford Terriers. And here is why, Nick. You say Rhett's gonna come out and pitch Saturday, and I and I believe you. I do. I don't know if Wake's actually gonna try. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm way off. Th- Nick, this is one of those things where I'm saying Wafford's gonna win, and I, I'm willing to bet if Wafford does not win, Wake's winning like 13-0. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they're either pounding Wofford or Wofford wins. I don't think there's a middle ground here. I... I'm also kidding. Give me wake-to-sweep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I will say, though, this Wofford game could be competitive, man. The problem with Wofford is, though, is I'm assuming they're going to throw their Friday guy. But, honestly, their Friday guys kind of sucked as of late. <laughs> so... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Kurtz goes, like, seven for seven on the weekend with, like, seven tanks. <laughs> I'll say this. But I will say, man, it's, it's got to be weird for Wake yeah. to play four teams that all have nothing to lose at a target the size of, literally, Winston-Salem just staring at them.
1: I would not be surprised if Wake goes three and one this week.
0: Yeah, Wake's losing and, a game this week. I'm almost positive on that one. And I think it's app.
1: Ooh. You
0: know what, I, Nick? You know what? I like this because I know a, it's technically those are midweek games. We, we Wake doesn't have a series, so I like that. I think I think three and one's about right. You know what, Nick? F it. I I wasn't kidding. I said they lose the Wofford. Like I don't do I don't think they're going to lose like I don't think they're losing tomorrow. I really don't.
1: I don't think so either.
0: So like there's just like if Wake had beaten them earlier in the year then I'd probably pick Coastal but Wake's actually going to be pissed. They're like this is a chance to get a top six like here's a chance to just stick another middle finger to the LSU people be like ha huh, we can beat a sunbelt team in a midweek who's actually ranked. <laughs> Suck it. But again, App State man, we saw App App's a very talented team. But, dude, Wake sleptwalked in that game and still won. Yeah. And that was in a – honestly, man, I would not be surprised if, like – I guess this also counts as an app home game as well, I guess. I'm not really sure what the deal is with this. Because AC Network says the game's actually in Boone, even though we all know it's in Shelby. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I don't even know. Do you know what the ballpark is in Shelby, Nick? It's where the the NAIA World Series is. Like, literally, oh, okay. there's no prime, there's no primary tenant. It's small, dude. It's literally, I think, smaller than what App has. So they don't have as much like grass area as far as I can tell. Like, it's probably going to still be an App home game crowd wise. I hate to say that about Wake, but Wake fans have more things to worry about than a Wednesday night game against App and Shelby. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think the Wake Forest fan base is like, you know, like, like uh, Shelby's Deke Town <laughs> by yeah. any means. So, you know, I don't hate that idea, but like, I mean, to be frank, besides Coastal, Wofford's the best team they play though this week. So yeah. I mean, Wofford's RPI is 48, I think, or 50. So this is not like just some cakewalk team. So like, I mean, Pitt literally has a worse RPI than Wofford. So I'm not gonna put it past them, but at three and one, like that sounds about right so just for the fun of it i'll I'll pick the socon team wofford it'll be okay though when wofford beats tennessee uh next tuesday when i'm a week from now or a week from tomorrow when i'm there uh then we'll have more fun with it but i'm calling my shot now but yeah i I like that nick that's pretty it's a good point because again that it's got to be weird for wake man normally you're able to like to prepare for like three teams max in a week and they've got to prepare for four and i'm like i'm sure they're not spending a ton of time on it but like they've, they've already seen coastal they've already seen app they've seen high point this year too haven't they no i don't
1: think they've seen high point
0: really wait that's let me actually,
1: let me let me double check i I'm feel like,
0: like they've had to by i'm like
1: 80 sure they have not. well
0: anyways they if they have if they haven't then that's a little bit stranger but I oh, I'm sorry, I they talking. did. They did. I'm gonna say, I point. I'm gonna say, I thought they did. They played them there. Didn't they hammer them like 17-2 or something? 12-3. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad high point. I, I I run ruled you. My fault. Um, But, yeah, so that's kind of where my head's at with that. I like that. All right. We've got Florida State, Notre Dame, and the good old Lake Jarrett Bowl in South Bend, by the way. So, I'm sure Notre Dame fans are going to be very happy to see him in his losing ball club. So uh, Nick, I'll just go ahead and jump the gun here. Um, remember those brooms that Notre Dame had against Virginia? I don't think they returned them just yet. What about you? I think, um, I think so they still either. have them. Yeah, I think they still have them. So uh, Notre Dame sweeps.
1: <laughs> Notre Dame sweeps. I'm with you. And that
0: means and that means six straight ACC wins for actually seven straight ACC wins for Notre Dame. So oh, rut Row ACC. <laughs> R- R- All right. Got two more series left, and I'm purposely saving one just because, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it. North Carolina at Virginia Tech. Give me the Hokies, Nick. And guess what, Nick? It's a sweep? Damn right. Wow. It is the weekend. We had We had a ton of sweeps this past weekend. It is the weekend of sweeps.
1: Interesting. All right. I'll go Virginia Tech two out of three.
0: All right, and that's probably the better, safer play, but we're having fun here, which is why Nick and Duke versus Virginia. I'm going with Virginia in a you're picking Virginia this week. No, two out of three. Um, and I'm gonna say right now, if Virginia loses in a series, I'm not picking them the rest of the year in any series, don't care. <laughs> Done,
1: yeah, this is a tough one, I think. Besides. Boston College, Clemson. This might be my ACC game series. Of oh, the this week. is
0: this is an incredible week. I mean, this yeah. this rightfully so could be the, the, the series of the week. Yeah, but
1: um, let's see. It, it's at Charlotte. You know, it, it's so, dude. I can't see Virginia losing three series in a row. I just can't. I gotta go Virginia two or three at home. Like, I get it. Duke is hot. They're really good. Um, they they might be the hottest team in the ACC other than Clemson. Um, but Virginia really dropping two of the last three at home and then just losing three all together. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if Virginia
0: lost this series. So give me Virginia two out of three. Yeah. And so like, I, I know this again Maybe making excuses like Virginia committed four errors in Game Two of the doubleheader. Um, excuse me, no, in Game Two in general. Yeah, the doubleheader against uh, against Notre Dame. They literally lost the game in Game Two yesterday, so they should have gotten one to begin with. But also, like Nick, I think I mentioned on the pod last week, but in case I didn't, like Virginia has been owned by Pitt over the last few years, actually. So like some teams just match up better with others. I, I just feel like Virginia's has to get back on track at some point. Like, I don't think this team is a bad ball club. Like, and, and Duke has been riding high, man. Like, you got two teams trending in different directions at some point. Like, both teams' momentum has to stop. I almost did pick Virginia in a sweep, Nick, but that's just me being arrogant at that point. I would actually not be that shocked, though, to be frank. Either team sweeps because of how the momentum's going. But, yeah. Um, perfect. That's all the ACC games this week, Nick. That's kind of all I've got. and you know, I'm going to do my bracketology. Make sure you send me your top 25 so I can make the graphics first thing in the morning for us. So we can get them out on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm so excited to just watch baseball tomorrow. I mean, I'm going to be – thankfully I have interns. I have to be at the softball games just to make sure things don't go, like, a, a really awry. But I'll be literally with my laptop out watching ACC baseball. And <laughs> have my phone probably going, too. But I'm very, very excited for tomorrow. Um, And, again, this is going to be a great weekend of AC baseball, too. Like, in a way, Nick, I'm kind of glad there's not as much chaotic series as there has been. I'm kind of looking forward to just, like – now, again, hopefully we don't have any reasons to, like – like, I don't have a reason to tune in. I'll tune into some Citadel NC State, because, again, I just saw Citadel this past weekend, and Infantry Blue is a beautiful color. Nick, I'm – if, if I can make a request, I know you don't actually have pool at NC state, but can you just like use fifth quarter Wolfpack? I'll send you a picture. Citadel played us on Friday and they normally, this is normally their Friday uniform home or away. They have infantry blue. So like, you know, their version of obviously like a, a baby blue pinstripe uniforms. Ooh. And I want to see that versus the red pinstripe NC state unis. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Like, Remember when, I will tweet about
1: that. If I see it
0: happen, I'll tweet about it. I will, Nick, I, I will, I will, I want you to, I want you to start tweeting it ahead of time. I want to will it into existence. Okay. Because I need, Because like, remember when that happened in football a couple of years ago with Carolina and state, that was so beautiful, dude. Yeah. Like, I know you, I know you guys don't like it. Like, for example, Virginia and Virginia tech colors, when you do a color rush, just kind of suck to be frank. A lot of rivalries kind of suck when you do color rushes, but you want to know one rivalry that has, has this beautiful contrast, State and Carolina. <laughs> so please give that, like, give that to me. But um, you know, hopefully we don't have any reasons to dial into that. Like, and you know, I will watch some Wofford Wake. I almost thought about going to it, Nick, but we have our own baseball game to worry about at ETSU. Um, plus, I'm, Nick. I don't know. Did I tell you that I'm I'm coming to Winston Salem next Friday? No. Yeah, May 5th, Boston College Wake. Your boy will be there. No way. Well, I will see you there. Sweet. I was going to buy you a ticket, but I figured you'll be credential doing cool things. So
1: I probably will be, yeah.
0: So, so I'm just going to buy a seat. I actually I already bought the seat right behind home plate. So guess he's going to give guess he's going to give the umpire a show again. Your boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's going
1: to be a that's going to be a great Twitter day for us.
0: I'm just going to stand behind with the sign that just says follow FQACC F- C- C the whole Dude, game and see how, long- yes. see, how, see, see how long it takes your security to get mad at me for having free advertisement. You're <laughs> not supposed to do that. <laughs> That'd be so funny. But hey, Nick, your credentialed. So, like, maybe you should make five or six of them and put them in your backpack. And when they confiscate the sign, just bring me another one. <laughs> not, just keep, not Just bad Just keep throwing it up. Nick, nice. I also, uh, I'm also—I haven't told you yet, Nick, and our listeners can be maybe a little bit excited. I, uh, I've started working on a little T-shirt design that I think's kind of cool for ACC college baseball. So, little fifth quarter ACC baseball shirt. We'll see if we can get it pulled off. Um, we might—we might have something coming. So, we'll I'm—I'm trying to get the logo finalized, Nick, and then I'll get some proofs made up, and I'll have a, a shirt sent to you and a shirt sent to me so we can approve it before we obviously ever post it. So we're not just going to sell shirts that. We don't believe it, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident in it, Nick. So I think we might have, we might have something brewing here. So anyways, that's all I've got. It's going to be fun. Um, Nick, I'm, I, I think you, I thought you might like to know this update. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have a hairline fracture in my middle toe on my left foot. I don't know if you remember me saying my foot was like going to sleep a lot when we were at the App State game. Yeah, uh, my My toe keeps swelling up and it's got like, almost like almost feels like someone's like just, gripping it and holding it. it doesn't like hurt hurt like but it like it literally feels like a bruises on my toe at all times so that's uh that's fun um i'm rocking the on clouds now went out and bought some bougie shoes to make my feet more comfortable and it definitely helps but you know we're still struggling out here on these streets so you know go me but anyways guys thank you everybody for listening it's gonna be fun i can't wait um yeah that's all i've got nick As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging me. Our social media just continues to get great engagement, great follows. Nick, we've already got 12 ballots submitted for the fifth quarter top 25, which is the most we've had in like a 12-hour span ever. And I was even late getting it out today because rightfully so. I literally left South Carolina at 4.30 this morning. (laughs) So I drove straight to work and then had work to catch up on. So, yeah. But as always, thank you everyone for listening. What's up? Can I give
1: a quick shout-out real quick?
0: Absolutely.
1: I have to shout-out to NC State's women's tennis team, ACC champs. um, Nick,
0: Nick, 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 Nick. If you're going to shout-out the NC State women's tennis team, then you have to shout-out the Virginia men's tennis team who won the ACC championship. Yeah. So I'm not saying this is a tennis podcast now. but also Nick not to not to brag but ETSU men's and women's tennis won their conference championship so oh, look at and, that. and and there's a rumor Nick just a rumor that NC State and uh ETSU might be paired up in a little tennis match here so
1: mm.
0: you know uh, I, I mean i'm not going to say it but let's play softball you know it's going to be the same thing as softball my guy yeah i'm the sure the bucks are coming but <laughs> I yeah, so I just I, instead of instead of Tuck coming, you know, the Michigan State thing, it's buck coming.
1: Oh my god. Uh yeah, I just I had to shout them out real quick because what they did was honestly shocking to me. And it was shocking to like anyone who kind of I mean, I don't follow I just follow like what NC State sports do. So I on my fifth quarter Wolfpack, I follow women's tennis. I known that they've been, you know, they didn't start in the top twenty five, but they got themselves in it. They were beating top ten teams, and even even at work, Micah. Thursday, we were talking about. I was talking with my boss about the ACC women's tennis tournament, and how UNC is just above and beyond everybody else. Like they're, they have like some kind of metric where they measure the players and the team and whatever. Oh yeah, they're on it's skyrocketing the difference between UNC and the second-best team, Texas Tech, in the nation. And two weeks ago, UNC destroyed State in women's tennis 7-0. 7-0. And State only dropped one spot in the top. And They were like number eight. They dropped down to nine after they destroyed by them. And to, for them to win the ACC tournament and beat them in the championship game – that was huge. So I just wanted to shout them out like that. That's that's unbelievable. They literally beat the Alabama football version of women's tennis. Like that was awesome to like see on Sunday. They brought the trophy over to uh, the baseball field before the game started. So they got a nice little crowd to see it. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, shout out to to again, like uh, that's what it's all about man like it's so much fun when like we don't cover it because i just hate to say it we don't have (laughs) we would be wasting our time we don't there wouldn't be enough listeners to listen to our tennis talk and nick and i don't have enough hours in the day to focus on more than one sport in the spring but um you know it's always awesome to shout stuff out so shout out nc state shout out virginia we're tennis schools now baby let's rock yeah but uh again thank you everybody for listening this has been awesome i mean the engagement we have every single every single week on twitter it's been awesome our click rates are unreal on these podcasts now you know people are engaging with us asking us we're getting legitimate questions that people think we actually know what the heck we're talking about so that's bold but yeah. <laughs> give us a review please
1: please if you're new give us a review it helps out a lot you have have no idea
0: and make sure you put in the review why nick is dumb for loving big game boomer so much Oh, um, my God. We're going to save that for a football season. Nick, we'll save Nick, that did, Nick, this Nick, I'm surprised you didn't call me out. Did you not see what I did today? No. I sent Big Game Boomer the uh, – I gave him access to our top 25 for fifth quarter so he can vote for baseball. So, look at I me. I didn't notice you did that. Has he sent in a top 25? I haven't looked yet. I'll let you know if he has. Oh, but I, I But I sent him the leak and said, hey, if you want to vote, by all means. Because, I mean, he he dabbles in college baseball and, like, I won't share his ballot unless he wants me to, you know, so he might, he might not. I don't know. But, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyways, okay. everyone, thank you again for listening. Remember, midweek ACC games just mean a lot less in the ACC. And go ACC.